Welcome to Queen Flow, the podcast. This is your host, Jocelyn Kelly Reed. On this show, you can expect to learn about calling in big money, the feminine way, business, spirituality, witchy stuff, and everything else you need to know about being a turned on woman of wealth. It's fun. It's fiery. It's unfiltered. Hey, babes. Welcome back to the show. Welcome to the show. Obviously, as usual, I cannot wait to share this episode with you. Juanita is such a perfect example of what I say when I mean that feminine magic and money is such a full spectrum life activation. This queen, man. So inside this container, she has finally broken a five-year, $1 million income ceiling that she'd been up against before she found me and my work. She's on her way to her first $2 million year, which is such a vibe. She said that she's someone who's always had credit card debt. She eclipsed out all of her debt while inside the container. And I really want to note, because I always talk about this, you don't get rich (laughs) by saving money. You get rich by creating overflow. So then everything else is taken care of. And instead of being like, oh, I need to save, save, save so I can eclipse out my debt, she was like, no, fuck that. I need to invest in myself and learn how to fucking receive and magnetize and step into overflow. And that's exactly what happened. And like, boom, the debt's gone and she's making more money. And it's so amazing. So she's a behavioral optometrist. And obviously you're going to hear so much more about this, but she used to go into her office five days a week. She's working two to three days a week now. Vibes. This is exactly what I talk about being available all the time. And she's got a love life that is juicy now. She had previously experienced a pretty rough divorce and just had some toxic dating patterns um, that we were able to break through. She just went away on vacation with the man she's dating now, which is such a vibe. Her psychic gifts got fully turned on. She's receiving messages from her guides. She's sleeping easy. She looks amazing. I mean, this is what I'm here for. When I talk about feminine wealth, I mean, in every category across the board with money just being the beginning. (laughs) So enjoy the episode. I'm also so excited to share. So if you're following me on Facebook, I haven't shared on Instagram yet, but I probably will have by the time this goes out. I had my first 28K revenue day in my business um, this past Friday, which is pretty wild. I was reflecting back that like a year ago, I was having 30K months and on the precipice of my first 50K month, which I think was the end of September 2020. And then as you guys know, I had my first 100K month in July of this year. And it's just, I'm showing you through myself as well. These quantum leaps, they just get easier and easier and they keep on coming when you really step inside of this work that we're doing in Feminine Magic and Money, the up levels that every single woman has had inside this container are truly profound. However, they're on purpose. They're absolutely on purpose. And I take you through the mastermind the way that I do with all that we do together, the support you have, the guest experts, et cetera, um, because you can create this reality on purpose. It doesn't like, yes, the feminine energy can feel kind of mysterious 
But arriving to this level of receiving is something that you get to do on purpose. And this is why I love this container so much because it is so life-changing in every single area. Such a fucking vibe. So in honor of my most recent quantum leap, I've decided to keep early bird for FMM open. So that is your opportunity to save 555 on the container. And remember, if you rate and review the podcast and DM your screenshot to me, which I recommend doing before you hit submit because Apple can take days, you can receive an additional $200 off any of my programs, which includes Feminine Magic and Money. So I'm making this as easy as pie for you, ladies. Um, this extension of early bird applies to pay in full or to the payment plan. You can check out all the details and episode notes, or just head straight to my website, jocelynkellyreed.com. DM me with any questions. I love you and enjoy the episode. Oh my goodness, honeys. How could I forget? (laughs) I got so caught up introducing Juanita and her story and talking about how passionate I am about feminine magic and many. I forgot to tell you that Early Bird is going to be closing at midnight Eastern on September 11th. So you got till then to jump in and receive the 555 off. And now you can go enjoy <laughs> enjoy the episode for real. Love you. Hi, Juanita. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I am amazing. You're like glowing today, which I love. <laughs> Looking good, even at 10 a.m. <laughs> well, I'm really excited to have you here today. I mean, the things that have happened since you've come into my world across all areas of your life are pretty wild. Um, so thank you so much for joining to share your story I know that you've obviously, well, you really went all in on the work. You started with Money Queen when you were still a little like, who is this woman? Then, <laughs> uh, then Feminine Magic and Money, the mastermind. We did a little private work. And then also you were inside of Magnify, Manifest, Receive as well. So I'm not surprised at all that you are where you are today. So if you want to introduce yourself, I also love your story because, um, Obviously, I work with a lot of like service-based entrepreneurs, not everyone, but you're someone who came in wanting to like grow your business, obviously, uh, like just accelerate your whole life with feminine energy and in a business that like is not my background, for example. And I was like, oh, it doesn't matter what you do. Like this is going to work. And so it's really cool just in the terms of the business money category. I know there's so many others to see what's happened there because we, yeah, we talked of, well, we did talk about the business and certain decisions, but it wasn't about like, it didn't matter what kind of business you had. And I always say this, especially for feminine magic and money. Um, it's just, it's wild, you know, and this is where we get, because you will just for a little background, well, Juanita's a behavioral optometrist and you would come to me originally, like you'd been at kind of like the million mark for the past five years and wanting to quantum leap your income. And I know that sounds like a lot of money to someone who hasn't been there before, but like, if you've been at the same income level, I don't care what it is for the past five years, you're going to want more and you're going to feel frustrated. Um, So yeah, Juanita, do you want to add anything to your introduction and kind of where you were at in your life and business when you found me? Also, we went to college together, but we weren't (laughs) friends, but we had some mutual friends. So that's kind of fun too. 
Yeah, so um, my name is Juanita Collier. I'm a behavioral optometrist, so that means that I work with patients who have visual developmental delays or they need vision rehabilitation after like a stroke or concussion or something like that. And I've been practicing since 2009. And for the past five years, like Jocelyn said, I was stuck at the $1.2 million mark and I couldn't pass it, like no matter what I did, no matter how hard I was working, you know, I was working seven days a week and barely ever seeing my kids. And it was just horrible. And I still wasn't able to break through. So I was like, well, clearly there's something going on that I need to figure out. And I just happened upon an interview that you did with someone else that we went to college with. And I was like, oh, okay. Because I'm like, I didn't really know what the spiritual thing was. But then when I saw her and I knew her as like a very like down to earth business type person, I was like, okay, let me see what this is all about. And I did Money Queen um, the end of February of this year. And within like, I don't know, what was it like a week or something like that? I brought in like $20,000 out of nowhere. And I hit like my highest months of the year right after that. And I ended up getting like an income tax refund for another $20,000. And it was like, I thought I was going to owe money. So it was like all of this stuff just by clearing my energy and my... Oh, and also for financial aid for your... Oh, yes, that's right. What was that story again, where they gave you more money than you asked for? for exactly. Yeah. So my kids tuition, they ended up giving me like $10,000 more than I asked for. So then it's like, I'm actually paying less than one person's tuition for my two kids. So I was like, oh, well, thank you for that as well. <laughs> and your interview on Fox. Oh, yes. And then that happened at that more. time. Or was that later? I think that was in FMM. I can't remember. It was around. I think it was right before FMM started. Yeah. Okay. So it was a ton of stuff that happened. And my main goal at that point was to break the 1.2 because I was like, you know, if I can get over that, then I'm good. And then we started doing private work together. And you're like, well, how about you actually have a goal that's like feels like it's, you know, like a little bit of a stretch. So then we set the goal of $2 million. And that was only four months ago that we set that goal. And so right now we're set to beat the 1.2 for like my first time in these past five years. So thank God. And then Wait, we're set to what you just said you're set to be at, but I think you meant to say something else. We're set to meet, to beat the 1.2. Oh, to beat. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to, we're going to beat the 1.2 for this year for 2021, which is one million. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we're only four months into the $2 million a year, but it looks like now that, We've developed a digital course that I didn't think was a thing and like all of that stuff. It looks like we'll be at the $2 million for that that year as well. So I'm really excited. (laughs) Amazing. And then in terms of, because obviously the year hasn't ended yet. So we're all, you know, of course we're projecting, but in terms of like month over month, how your revenue has been versus your month over month in prior years, how has that increased? Because that's like, you know money. In the exactly. Bank. Yeah. So we've seen, it's been a little bit crazy because like that first month right after money, I mean, it's like, I think it went up like 20% or something crazy like that. Like in that- one month that was up like 63%. I think that was, I can't remember if it was in feminine magic and money or right before I remember that one. Yeah. I think that was in feminine magic and money. So like right after money, Queen, it went up a little bit, but then we had like that one month that was like a huge jump. But now we're like consistently like 10 to 20% over the year before. So that's why I said we're definitely going to be the, beat the 1.2. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, over the next eight more months, I think that will be at the 2 million. 
Amazing. That's what we're fucking here for. Yes. Um, and so one of the other incredible portions of this journey is that like you also started working less to receive more, which is something I always talk about. Obviously, we were in feminine magic and money and doing all of my work, and we'll go deeper into that in a minute. But how has your relationship to work changed? Because this is what I always say is available, and everyone's like, How I don't get it, you know. Mm-hmm. But this is exactly what happened for you. Also, I want to give you a lot of credit like, you really went all in, you know, and you were yeah. not like dancing around taking a hundred years to invest, you just went all in. And so, here we are. This is why I talk about doing that all the time. Exactly. So I definitely went from working, like I said, like seven days a week all the time. And I had a full-time nanny in order to take care of my kids who like I never saw really except for right before bed. And since starting with FMM, I want to say, I've been going in the office like two or three days a week and like I can monitor things from, from home so I can still see what's going on. And like, you know, it's, it's still so supervised and whatever, but it's just like, I don't have to be there all the time. And this summer has been crazy because I spent so much time with my kids, which has been, you know, different. So it's been wonderful. It's just that the summer's really long. So they don't go back until September 13th. And, you know, they're like, now I have too much time with my family. Exactly. Yeah, problem. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been so great. It's like, we can just like hang out in color and go to the park and things like that, which I wasn't able to do before because I was like chained to my desk, you know, and it was very much how many patients do I need to see this week? How many patients do we need to see this month? Like, and it was so regimented and stressful like that. And now we're not there anymore, which has been so relaxing and so much better for my family. Yeah. It's really interesting because on that topic, well, obviously one of the reasons you came to me is, you know, you didn't want to be in such a linear world anymore, attempting to get results. And you'd kind of like beat yourself over the head with it. You start to know when you're like, okay, I have done everything under the sun in the way that I've like, quote unquote, been taught, right? put in as much time, work, blood, sweat, and tears as possible. And we're still not getting anywhere new. And even what you're saying about like tracking to be like, we need to have this many clients and this amount of time paying this much, like, like it's so opposite of quantum energy and so opposite of like how the wild feminine receives, but it's taught, right? Because we're always looking for these like moments of evidence. And I always talk about like, uh, creating evidence like in your manifestation process, et cetera. But that's just to like show yourself that you can, different topic for a different day, but not like micromanaging and trying to figure out so deeply how every single dollar is going to come into your life and your business. It's exhausting and it doesn't work. And then we'll say like, oh, well, I want quantum energy. I want to receive an overflow. I want it to feel miraculous and be miraculous. Well, then you kind of have to stop doing it that other way. And what I love about Feminine Magic Many and like all my work in general is like you learn how, but it's like so different than what you were taught, you know, and yeah. it feels mysterious and the like the results are not mysterious, but like, how did you feel, especially being someone who wasn't highly spiritual, et cetera, like what made you want to like come into my world and into this work? Because I attract women who are either very spiritual and like interested. And then on the other end, ones who are like curious and because I'm very grounded in business and because of my business background and my, you know, all educational background, blah, blah, blah. They're like, okay, I can like get down with this girl. Like if she, (laughs) she's into this stuff, maybe it's real, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm always so curious from the women who didn't come in really like turned on in this space. Like what drew you in? 
Yeah. And I think that, you know, I've always had like a spiritual inclination, but like, I didn't really understand anything about it. Like, so it's kind of just like what would come to me, like in dreams and things like that, but there was nobody to like really discuss those sort of things with. But then when you were talking about it, you kind of made it very tangible because I've seen some spiritual woman kind of like off in the clouds and like, okay, yeah, that's not for me, but yeah, exactly. But for you, like there was like concrete stuff, like, you know, it's like, okay, these are the steps, like, this is what you do. Like this, it was like very, very clear, but also allowed me that freedom to like really kind of explore myself. And this whole like concept of healing was like new to me because I've just been so go, go, go like a machine for so many years that like stopping to feel things was like really a big thing for me. And I think that that's why I joined FMM because it really seemed like, okay, now I can like actually feel and like know what that means and not have to be in charge of every single aspect of my life in a toxic way. And it was so funny because I remember when you were joining, you were like, Jocelyn, just teach me how to be a woman. (laughs) (laughs) So funny because we biologically, we are women, but we literally don't know how to move through the world like women and receive or what we've learned is like the Disney princess version, or it's just like bubble baths and manicures, which like, yeah, that's relaxing. And I do that, but that's not what's bringing in all the magic. You know, like we're so disconnected from being like turned on women who are able to like magnetize and receive with ease, which is actually what we're built for. And what's interesting is like, when you look at women who seem like they're like these boss women, it's like, they just, a lot of times in my mind, at least, it seemed like they were very like, you know, pantsuits and like very hardcore, like, you know, like hard handshakes and things like that. So that's why I thought I needed to be. And that's who I was being all the time. And I called it like I was being Dr. Collier, but it's like, I didn't want to be Dr. Collier all the time because when I came home, I was still Dr. Collier. So then I ended up in a marriage that I was Dr. Collier and I was not the woman like, you know, and it it was really frustrating and I hated it. So I ended up, thank God, getting out of that marriage in FMM, which was wonderful. But, you know, it's kind of like, I don't want to have to be Dr. Collier anymore. And now I'm like barely even Dr. Collier at work. Like with my patients, it's like, they, they want to hug. Let's do a hug. Like I've never hugged patients before, but I'm like, you know, they, they look like they need a hug. They're coming at me. I'm like, okay, let's do this. Whereas before I'd be like, oh, you know, because to me, it's like that boundary that I always needed. But now it's like, no, I can actually be a person. And they like that. And they're much more willing to put in the work for the the work that we do, which has been amazing too. Well, it's been so interesting, right? Because while you're in FMM, you actually changed like your business structure to where people are now paying more and they, and now you have people paying more who are resistant to paying other fees that were less money. Yes. And I always tell people, like, it's not about the money. It's about Mm -hmm. you, right? Like there's some people who show up at every price point. So how has that been for you to see? Because I know there were some steps that we took in your business that were seemingly scary, right? Because, you know, for obvious reasons, any change is scary. And there was this fear around, um, you know, charging more basically. And then Mm -hmm. also you stepped into a new space, which was really cool in your industry of of having digital work. Which also allows you to support people, right? Who aren't necessarily at like the income level or whatever it is for your deeper in person work. But I'd love to hear about that too. Cause you kind of got to see what I always say. Exactly. So, you know, a year ago, I wouldn't have believed that we would raise the prices and have a digital offering or anything like that. Like there was absolutely no way. And what we ended up doing now is 
we offer so much, like we give so much support to our patients and we are kind of just doing it for free. And it's like, it feels very taxing and it weighs on you and you're just like, nobody appreciates anything. And that's kind of how all the staff was feeling too. And then now we've actually raised the prices to pay for the things that we're actually doing for them. So my exams weren't more expensive now. My, um, like our membership fee is actually like paying for all the things that we do. And before we were so nervous to even say any sort of price for equipment that we had to pay for. And now it's like, no, people understand how much we're doing. They understand the results that we're providing for them. And then they work so much harder too now as well. So people are graduating more quickly. And so it's just been amazing for the patients, but it's also been more rewarding for our staff, not because of the extra money that's coming in, but because we're actually feeling like we're being appreciated for everything that we're doing, which is- I love this because I talk about it in the coaching world where I'm like, invite people to raise the bar for themselves. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Then see how the results start looking because it's not just the money. It's like the commitment, like you said, that goes into- like investing in yourself in that way, right? Which they're investing in themselves by coming to you and you're raising the bar for yourself and what you get to receive and the value of your work. And then the client is raising the bar for themselves in terms of like how they're going to show up in their life. And so everybody's winning. And this is where like money is not a pie. Investing is investing and calling it that for a reason because it's going to pay dividends, right? It's not like a sunk cost and everybody rises like when you set your standards and raise them. Exactly. And I think that one of the things that I had was like that more money meant like greed and things like that. But one of the big take-homes that I got from FMM is that like money is just like the freedom. It's the ability to be free. It's the ability to live your life. It's the ability to make the choices that you want to send your kids to the schools that you want to send them to, to take the vacations that you want to take. It's really like that freedom to enjoy the time that we have as a human. Like you said, well, maybe in your next life, you'll be a spirit guide, but right now <laughs> you're on earth, live on it. You know, so I think that's- And enjoy it. Exactly. You spend so much time in the dark parts. I'm like, why don't you create a life that you love? Like, mm-hmm. what is the point otherwise? Yeah. And that costs money. And especially where the parts we don't love is so we can pay to get help. <laughs> <You know? laughs> And call it a day. People are like, money can't buy happiness. I'm like, really? It can solve like literally every problem in the book. Because no, a loan won't make you happy. But if there's areas where you're not happy, right, you can actually go invest and get support to clear those areas out. So like, actually, I wildly disagree with that. Exactly. Because it's not like, you know, the love of money. It's like the love of freedom. And Literally. Yeah. Which has been a big, a big eye opener for me. And not needing to live under the weight of worrying about money all the time. People create these really sabotaging stories. I'm like, oh, I don't need money to be happy. I'm like, hmm, well, how much time are you spending thinking about money? Mm-hmm. You know, because exactly. that's not you're not really of service to the world or of service to yourself when we're just like obsessing about money. But usually if we're obsessing about it, it's like for a good reason. So why don't we actually start valuing like this resource and learn how to create overflow. And then you'll stop obsessing about it because you don't need to. And you have the freedom and you have the choices and you have more space for yourself, for the people in your life and for your mission on the planet, no matter what that is. It's like, you literally cannot lose by having more money. It's just doesn't even make any sense to me. People try to like create this like pie dynamic with it. Mm-hmm. Well, and really it's just hiding because people are like afraid to step forward for more. I do know what it is, but it's like really important to wake up to that story because it keeps people in limitation forever. 
Yes, definitely. And you also kind of mentioned that like you're not a renewable resource. So it's kind of like when you're beating yourself down, you know, working 80 hour weeks and things like that. It's like you're not actually serving anybody. And you're also like, or for me, at least I was like also getting resentful of like everybody. <laughs> it's like anybody who like breathed near me. I was like, I hate you too. So I'm kind of like, I hate, yeah. And you can get away also. Yeah. And like, we're just yeah. unhappy and that's not a vibe. So what were the other reasons that brought you into my world? Obviously it started with money, but then we obviously went so much deeper and I love like the transformation. I think, wait, did you close out your divorce in FMM, which had been floating for a long time? Yes, exactly. That was huge, right? How long was it? Um, we filed in, or I filed in November, 2019 and it didn't close until May, 2020. I mean, yeah, in May, 2021. Okay. And so in that time, had you been dating at all or kind of what was your, what was going on? Well, you know, like I, I did the whole ex dating thing. Cause I was like, Oh, that's safe. Like, at least I know. What you're oh saying. no. I know. I did. I did. I know. <laughs> I was just like, so scared to date. I'm like, I don't know how to date. Like, you know, especially with the whole, like, you know, still needing to be so toxically masculine and everything that I was doing. It was just like, not good for me. So then I was like, I want to join FMM and be a woman and learn how to date like an actual man who I don't have a mother and, you know, like all of these things. And I just like, didn't know how to do that during that time. But then after working with you, I was like, Oh, I think that I actually might be able to do this. This might be fun. <laughs> so then can we talk about the transformations that you've seen there? Cause they're also like, just, it's so incredible to see how we can turn around and our relationship space, which can feel so deep and so complicated, like so quickly, especially coming off of, you know, a toxic marriage. Yeah. And I think that before when I was approaching dating, it was very much like, okay, well, here's a list of like a million things that like he needs to check off every single box. I mean, he needs to have this, do this, da, 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 da. and it was like very black and white type thing. And I think that one of the first questions you asked me was, was like, how do you want to feel? And I was like, I don't, I don't understand what, <laughs> like, I have no idea what you're talking about. So then it's like, I had to do this whole exercise where it's like, how do I want to feel? Like, why is it that I'm saying that I want these certain characteristics? Like, how do those make me feel? And by really looking into that, then I was able to get more into the feeling of it. So then I started dating one guy and he was like super, super nice and whatever. But like, I was not getting those feelings. Like you had buckets, you're like, you know, three buckets of like what it is that you want to feel. And it was not happening. And I was like, okay, like now that I actually have some sort of way to know that it's not working, like this actually works for me as opposed to wasting a lot of time. Cause that's what I tended to do in dating. I'd waste a lot of time in a relationship because it's like, you know, then I, that means I don't have to date anymore, which was nice. And now I'm dating somebody who like all my buckets are filled, filled. and I'm like, Ooh, maybe I want even more buckets. So it's been like so nice. And one of the tips that you gave was like, after your dates, right? Like think the universe for what you liked and how you liked feeling and everything. And then be like, and can you add in this? And it's like, Ooh, I like that. So then it was like, it kind of took away that attachment to the person so much and more attachment to the feeling. And that has just been so wonderful. So like now that I'm doing that, it's like, and then the next day he does that too. And I was like, Ooh, this is really great. It's like, I have a little genie. <laughs> it totally works. 
Yeah. Just stepping into the vibes of overflow, love and money are so connected energetically and how we move with them. And instead of being like, oh my God, it wasn't this. I wasn't that. Is he the one? Drama, drama, drama. It's like, "Mm, this was all super vibey. And like, I'd also like this. Thank you. Right. And we've also gotten you to a place internally as well. where like, I think it's important to note, like with all the work that you've done, like inside FMM, et cetera, you also are calling in way healthier aligned men to begin with. Right. So like what I love too, is you stopped having to go through all this like crazy sorting and drama and yada, yada. And as soon as you, cause you really committed to the work. And then as soon as you step forward, it was like aligned, healthy men showing up. And then you just get to ask for what you want and you get to choose but you aren't kind of like playing out these like intense trauma loops anymore. Exactly. And I'm not going through the whole, like, well, I'm not good enough. Like I'm not this enough. I'm not this enough. It was like, no. Cause you're like, well, there's like, he's auditioning for me. I was like, yeah, literally that's how it's <laughs> Yeah. And I had not been looking at it that way at all. So like, this has been just like, because then I'm more me when I'm there too, as opposed to like trying to figure out who this person wants me to be. And that was very nice to just like take off that whole shell and just be like, this is Juanita, lucky you. (laughs) Lucky you, literally. Oh my God. And now you're being treated so well. Yes, exactly. What what feels different, for example, versus your other connections or how relationships felt to you in the past? I don't feel like I'm working, you know, like like I'm, I'm like, I'm not trying to figure out anything. Like I'm not trying to like, Oh, well, what is he thinking if I say this and all that other stuff? Like I used to go crazy about things like that. And you end up like getting, I would end up getting so lost in my mind about all those things. Whereas like, now it's not that like, I'm just being myself. And if he decides that that's not for him, then fine. I already, the universe already knows what I'm looking for. So then make room, you know, and that's not how I've approached dating ever before. Like I always had a very much scarcity mindset when it came to dating and a guy that I would actually like, or that would like me, I guess. And that's just not where I am anymore because we've done so much embodiment work and so much, you know, focusing on, on how it is that you want to be in the world, not even creating like a new person, but like revealing who you actually are. Like how Andrea says, like we're here to remember. So it's like, I feel like I remembered myself and she's pretty literally what the process is. It's a pro yeah, it's just it's a that's what it means when I say like the reclamation of your feminine is that like divine remembrance, right? And that's why it feels so easy once you've arrived. You almost are like what you like literally forget what it was like before almost and it feels so distant. You can't even believe that you used to be that way. We've it's wild. And for me, like I have a daughter and a son. So I'm like, also, I feel like I'm doing so much of this work that now they don't have to do. Like, they don't have to like take on whatever I subconsciously, like whatever things I subconsciously gave to them because I was such a mess, you know? So it's like, now I'm like actually a healthier mom too for them. So I love that. And I think that's so important for the moms to remember. And I want to say too, because even though you have this sense of detachment, like, it's not like with this like bitchy or protective wall. Do you know what I mean? I think women get confused of like that, which is just like this masculine armor versus just an energy of overflow and knowing you're going to get what you want no matter what. 
but I can still be fully present. I mean, even like this man invited you away for a weekend the past weekend, which is like so beautiful. So you know what I mean? Like he's still like giving and you're still receiving even with kind of like this sense of detachment. And I think that's part of the mastery and love and, and everywhere else too in business, just like as an energy. Yes, I, I completely agree with that. So yeah, I don't want people to think that, you know, like that it's like, oh, well, I don't care who the like, guy I don't give a fuck. Yeah. yeah. No, like I actually like this guy and yeah. I deal with him. And that's important as opposed to before. It's like, oh, well, he's this, this, and this. So that makes it make sense. Whereas right. I dated before, I dated a lot more with the whole making sense thing as opposed to really paying attention to how I feel. And then in my marriage, I was like, wow, I really like, I'm so unhappy and I don't know how I got here type thing, you know? Right. And it's so funny because the whole energy of like accelerating your life is stop doing things that make sense. So you're talking about how you used to live in a way that quote unquote made sense. And now it's just, it is what you want. I always talking, talk about it with investing in success. I'm like, well, if you, you know, are always waiting to invest or saving money or whatever you're doing, rather than stepping into overflow and learning how to quantum leap, et cetera, you're still moving through the world. Like most people, most people don't have what you want. So stop doing things like most people expecting results that like, you know what I mean? From like the 1% of us who actually like step forward to have life our way. And it's not because it can only be that small number. It's because you have to wake up enough and like, just be willing to put your money where your mouth is in really big, powerful ways to change your life like this. I mean, I have invested insane amounts of money in myself in a positive way. And like, thank God, Mm -hmm. you know, it's wild. And I think too, it's like, I always say, you have to remember these investments don't, it's not like the time you're in the container, like you change your, like you were, you've changed forever, you know? Exactly. And I think that the important thing to think about that as well is like, we invest, the only thing that we can't get any more of is our time. Literally. We spend so much time like thinking of all of these crazy things and it just occupies so much. And then even with the work and so much and all of that stuff, like we, all that time that we're investing is so much more valuable than the money that it's kind of like when you actually look at it like that, like you can always make more money. You can never make more time. So to be, to think about like, okay, so in these past six months, my life has completely changed forever. And that did cost, like, you know, that did cost money as an investment, but I've made that money back. And also I gained so much more time because if I was doing this the way that I was, I have been doing it, you know, who knows if I would ever have ended up here or, you know, if I would have had like, you know, a breakdown before and burned out and all that stuff beforehand. So I just think that the time is not even the amount of time it would have taken me otherwise is not even guaranteed it would have happened, but it would have been so much more time. So this has just been amazing overall. Yeah. And you're making more money too. It's yeah, like exactly. making back what you invested. Now you're making more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm making more, working less, spending more time with my kids. I'm like dating a guy who's pretty effing amazing. So, you know, things are good over here. I got an interior designer to, you know, to redo my house and make my house feel even more amazing. I found amazing babysitters. It's like everything's just like coming and I'm here to receive. <laughs> I love it. So can you talk to us a little bit too about your experience inside Feminine Magic and Money? Because I remember asking you earlier, I was like, oh, how are you doing? You're like, 
it's weird, but it's good because <laughs> it was also new to you. Oh, too. And you had a really powerful like activation of your psychic gifts, like really powerful. So I'd love to hear about that also, because that's happens to everyone or even the people already have them. It goes deeper and we're able to like show it more powerfully, not just receiving the information, but like having kind of like that energy in our work and just in our person. Yeah. So I think that I came in much more reserved than some of the other women in the group. And, um, I remember like our first, our first meeting, we were talking about like, you know, actually letting out these feelings and, you know, like not keeping all of your emotions inside of you because emotions can move through your body. So then everybody was like, so open to this thing. And I was like, oh my goodness, what have I signed up for? Like, I'm not at their level, you know, like I need like a course for, for juniors here, but then through all of the development and all the support on Boxer and hearing everybody's journeys, it's just been like such a welcoming group. And you're just like such a great leader of that welcoming group. And then the teachers are also different, which has been really amazing too, because it's like, you can see like which kind of teacher you air more toward and like what, which one seems like the most different from you. And that, that also kind of sparks some things, but having people talk about things that you would never, or I would never actually talk about with anybody has been really, really interesting because it's kind of like, oh, well, these are things that other women are going through that I just thought it was like my, I don't know, like my secret experience. And it's been really nice to have like that community of women around you that are going through similar things. You can actually like bounce ideas off each other and be supported in that way. Totally. I mean, I always say, and one of the reasons I say it's definitely my most intimate container, there is like not anything that we don't talk about or Mm -hmm. look at, right? For our Mm -hmm. growth. Yeah. And that's really crazy because people will say things like that, but then it's still like, you know, at least from like, you know, like I was like, I was like a cheerleader and all that stuff. So it's like, you get into like very like catty women groups of friends, you know? So it's like, oh yeah, we're like friends. But like in this group, it's like, yeah, there are no... No holes barred. It's like, it's just like, okay, say whatever is coming out. What's your Yoni saying to you today? Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, hearing about people's, you know, um, sexual growth with like their, their partners and everything like that. And just hearing everything that everyone goes through that you just maybe don't have a place where you feel comfortable talking about it. And it's just been really nice to have that support. It's so incredible. I mean, this is what makes life feel alive, you know? Mm -hmm. Exactly. How? So your witch powers really got turned on. And I think this was your first time also like working with magic and spells and that whole side of the work that I'm so passionate about. That's so much a part of my life. Um, Can you talk to us about that a little bit? Yeah. So like I said, when I was younger, I did like, I knew that I had spirit guides and things like that, but I didn't actually like have any sort of, like, I didn't know why they were there, you know, like it was just like when I would go meditate or dream or anything like that, they were there. Like we didn't really do much together. And, um, when my daughter was little, she had an experience where my great grandmother like came and talked to her when she was sleeping and she came and like told me about it. And I freaked out. I was like, I don't even know what this is. Like it was so, so then I kind of like shut all that down for a bit, but then in working with you, it's like that part can't be shut down anymore. And so it was really cool to like, like I said, remember who I am. And then, you know, it opened up the doors for me to like have my great grandmother come and talk to me. And she like, you know, told me a lot about my family and, and like helping me kind of 
understand the different parts of my family, but also, you know, help me be a better mother too, as far as like not passing down the same generational trauma. So I've been able to do a lot of generational trauma work with Elise, scene who's amazing. And then I also started doing EMDR with Barry Herbach, who's been amazing too, to kind of like get through some of those things. Right. And for anyone who doesn't know, so Elise, who is actually um, one of my prior clients, uh, teachers inside of the container. And then Juanita added some private work with her as well, which is also available. And then Barry was my EMDR specialist, mm-hmm. who I love. <laughs> <laughs> so like, oh, like, Barry. Yes, exactly. So working through that trauma stuff that we just kind of have inside of us that, that for me, at least I pushed down. And that was kind of one of the reasons why I wasn't allowing myself to feel because it's like, then there's just like too much feeling. So, have support in the container and also with Elise and Barry has just allowed me to begin feeling and like really feel. And then um, I did have a, I don't even remember really what was happening. Like I was meditating and um, oh, I was doing one of Elise's breath works, which are available through FNM and, um, and a big family generational trauma thing happened to me where I was like freaking out. I was like, I don't actually know what to do. And it was like Friday night at 10 o'clock at night. So then I'm like, okay, let me ask the girls. And that was big for me because I'm not really a super big sharer, but I was like, oh, I'm actually having like some sort of, I don't even know what's right now. So I started messaging the group and Jocelyn like walked me through like step-by-step. It's like, okay, well, this is what you do now. And this is what you do now. And then it was just so amazing because I was like, every step I was connecting more with myself it became an empowering experience and actually got me closer to like my ancestors and my spirit guides. And I think that it ended up making me a better mother again, because I was just like feeling so much more comfortable in myself and in my body. But normally if that were to happen at 10 o'clock at night on a Friday, it's like, you're just kind of, you know, in a pickle, but like in this situation, like I said, you have so much support that now it's like, you now I know how to grow through and move through things and how to create what I want in my life too. And like really understand that the universe does have my back and, you know, I can have anything that I can desire. Totally. And I love that, right? Because we got to learn real time. And this is why I'm so passionate about our Voxer chat, because Obviously, there's so much that you're that you learn inside the container. There's so many different sessions that we go through in terms of like embodiment, clearing our energy, and clearing our trauma, and all the things, right? Um, and then there's real life, right? And so when real life pops up and something big comes up, sometimes we need our handheld on like how to move through and actually alchemize it into more. Because you, you know, Ruby talked about this having a very similar experience in her interview as well. And basically having these feelings of like rebirth at multiple points, which is like what I'm feeling off of what you're describing, where it's almost like real time, except you're so much more aware and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm literally like, this is a rebirth experience. This is wild. I mean, once you get to like the other side, you know, and so it's really important. Mm-hmm. Even during that, what was interesting that you just said with the rebirth is um, you like had me light my candles. So I'm like lighting my candles. And I remember messaging you. I'm like, they seriously are burning down so fast and they're hissing. I'm like, candles are not supposed to hiss. What is happening? And you're like, that's your spirit guide. They want to talk to you, pull out a piece of paper and just start writing. And they like literally wrote like two pages of like all of these things. And it's like how I need to start living my life and all these other things that like I kind of knew were true already, but it was not me writing those things. Like, yeah. Definitely like, you know, a message straight from like the universe to support me, which was like, it just 
ended up feeling like such a big, like, I don't know, like a hug, I guess, you know, but it's like really felt like so calming and it was amazing, but yeah. Yeah. And I think it's so cool. And it's like the culmination of the work. Cause obviously we usually can't just like, Oh, I'm going to like do a spell and automatic, right? Like it doesn't really work like that. Right. And women will want to do it that way. I'm like, no, there's so much like internal turn on that goes on first before you can even like step into those places and like really powerfully receive the information to where like you were even aware, like, oh, this isn't me anymore. Right. Exactly. exactly. Like where it becomes obvious, you're not questioning, like, are you making this up? Are you not? Is this you just wanting it to be something like it becomes so obvious and so clear to you that like, you know, Mm -hmm. definitely. And this is called being a witch, right? And like getting turned on and having that access to the divine to lead you forward. It makes your life like exponentially easier. And like in some ways, FMM really is like a very multifaceted witch school, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which is like not... When I originally birthed it, that's not necessarily what I was saying, but Andrea and Elise always cracked me up because they saw it before I launched it. And Andrea was like, oh, it's like Harry Potter school. And Elise was like, are you going to do a container that's like witch school, you know? (laughs) But really like, cause there does, there is a lot of mystery in like this living this way and receiving this way because it's so outside of what we've been taught. And then there's a lot of people like quote unquote trying to do it or just like, Oh, I'm just like dancing and whatever. And I'm like, that's not like, yeah, sure. That's one way your feminine can be expressed, but I'm talking about like full life, full spectrum living and receiving, not just these like Instagram moments we see that we interpret as feminine. I mean, exactly. like getting results in your life with it, you know? Yeah. And like being intentional, but not in, not intentional in like a toxic masculine way, which was like my only understanding of being intentional. Well, it's like being energetically intentional, but still like a woman. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So beautiful. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with us about your experience? No, I'm just so happy that I did it. And, you know, it's, it's ending in a couple of weeks. So that's like very, I'm like, "Hmm." (laughs) I need my girl still, you know? So it's like, it's very interesting, like how, how close we've been able to get over this time. And also, you know, just the changes that you can see in everybody that was, that was going through it with you. I rewatched our first video together and like every single person is completely different. And I didn't see that as we were going through it, but rewatching that first video, I was like, oh my gosh, these are like strangers compared to who we are now, which has been really, really cool. You got to do this in sisterhood. This is not a lone wolf journey, you know? Yes, definitely. I, I recommend that everybody does this just because, especially business owners, like, you know, female business owners, it can be a lot and we don't really necessarily have the best role models to, to model ourselves after. I don't think that we necessarily even know who to look for or look toward. So if I was looking toward other, you know, behavioral optometrists, like that's not, it's not, that would not be my key to working less and having a better life. Like there'd be no way, you know? And everyone always says like, oh, you'll never be, become rich as an optometrist. I'm like, okay, I'll be rich as a woman then. And I'll also practice optometry. <laughs> Yes, that is where it's at. Oh, I love that you said that. Oh my gosh. And I remember on our last private call, you were saying how, because, you know, I had you guys write lists on our first group call 
of like what you were calling in, right? Inside the yeah. container. And you said, right? So the $2 million year, the year hasn't closed, but we're on our way. And then every single other thing that you had manifested. Exactly. Yeah. So I wrote down 10 different things and it was like creating a digital course. It was like actually understanding how to feel, um, like having a, a healthy romantic relationship with like a man who like feels like a man and like my ability to feel like a woman in it. Um, going on a family vacation because I felt really guilty about spending money and going on vacation and the kids and I did go on vacation. It was amazing. And then I went on a little romantic vacation too, which wasn't even on the list, but thank you very much for that. (laughs) Um, I wanted to like really make my house feel like a home now with the divorce and everything. So I got the interior designers and they're working and creating like my mood boards and everything like that. And, um, like the generational trauma work that I really wanted to make sure that I, I really put a lot of effort into, which has been great having the divorce be finalized. And then all my life, I've always had credit card debt. And for the first time ever, I was complete, I am completely credit card debt free. That happened in FMM too. <laughs> hey ladies, saving to get there doesn't fucking work. I just wish everyone would get that. You got to learn how to create overflow. You spent money, you got everything. Yes, it's been everything. Mm -hmm. And we have not been working together for years. At all. This has all happened in half a year, meaning like when you started basically, well, FMM's five months and then you started Money Queen a few months before we started FMM. Yeah, the very end of February. So I guess those six months would go to the end of August. Yeah, so six months ago is when I started in your work. These are things that people can't get their heads around for years, decades. Mm-hmm. If they ever do. If they ever do. So when I tell you, I'm setting you up to receive quickly, I'm not joking. And it's just, isn't it wild how easy it is now? Yeah, and it's fun. And that's like it is fun. I always like that. Exactly. I'm not <laughs> yeah. Because that's the thing. It's like easy and fun. Like together, it's like it just feels like every day I wake up and I'm like, ooh, how do I want to feel today? And I'm like, I would never have asked myself that before. It's like, oh, I have to do this and I have to do this. And it's like you're waking up in the middle of the night with your to-do list. And you know, I would keep a notepad next to my bed to like because when I would wake up in the middle of the night to write down all the things I need to do. Oh. I don't do that anymore. I sleep like a baby. I'm like, oh, wow, this is, this is amazing. And not like a baby who doesn't sleep because that sentence doesn't make much sense after you have kids. But like, I sleep like a very, I sleep like a, a man after Thanksgiving dinner. That's how I sleep. Literally, or like a tired puppy, you know? Exactly. Um, this is so beautiful. So what would you say to any women who are considering joining on the fence about joining? Because ladies, doors only open on this container twice a year. And after enrollment closes for my fall winter round, they will not be open again until 2021 because we were together for five months. So we, I can't keep opening them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think that regardless of where you are in your spiritual journey, this will change your life. So I think that, you know, even with the women that were in the group with me, there were some people who like, you know, have been doing this years and other people who were like more toward the beginning like me and I think that regardless of where you are it's going to transform you and in a way that like feels so powerful and empowering and it really just allows you to feel like you have this ability to create the life that you want and not just like oh yeah like I'm sure that I have the ability inside of me but it's like with the results so it's like you put 
put it out there what you want and then you it appears and it's like because of all the work that you're doing and it's not work like go 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 work it's work like where where am I and like where do I need to be and that sort of work which is like really I don't know transformative I'm with you I mean especially it's wild I look at every single woman I'm like every single woman rapidly changed her life Mm-hmm. And everyone's making more money for sure. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly. It's so, it's cool. so wild. And transforming all these other ways, but it's just like, you know, especially with the intimacy, cause I can coach so deeply, you know, mm-hmm. um, I'm like, this is crazy. Every single person had these wild money manifestations, spiritual ascensions, right. Growth in love. Like it's insane. Yeah. And I haven't designed it that way on purpose, but it's still like fun to watch and to see because lots of times in containers, it's like, there's certain people who are doing really, you know what I mean? Rising to the top, Mm -hmm. et cetera. But I think just like with the intimacy and the depth that we go to, obviously the more you show up, the more you receive, it's been wild for me to see it happen with everyone. Yeah. And I think that what's something else that I would like to say is that like, I've always been more tend, like I'd always tend more toward hiding and like the idea of a group thing was like not for me at all in my mind so you know like I had private private work with like a different business coach and I had private work with you and I had private work with Elise and private work with Barry because I'm like oh you know like I don't think that I can do a group thing but then being in the group made all of my private work so much more powerful because um even if you're not like willing to share all the time or anything like that like through other people sharing, it really just kind of validates your experience too. And it also helps you grow. So like, even if you feel like you're not a big sharer or, you know, you don't want people to know whatever, like that's kind of how I was. So for the women who feel that way, like it's still like, it's so transformative in that way as well. And then it made me hide less or it allowed me to hide less, but then also I hide less with other people as well. And it's just allowed me to have so much closer relationships. So even like with this person I'm dating right now, it's like, I think because of the group, I'm able to verbalize and say what I want, what I like, like all of those things where I don't feel like I did that at all before because of the whole hiding thing that was just like my MO. Right. So basically like you have had the experience of creating comfort with being seen. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, so beautiful. Well, thank you so much, Juanita. I'm so happy. I love your story. Oh, I love my story too. (laughs) Isn't that great? We want to be able to like, I love my story. This has been amazing. Mm -hmm. Yes. Thank you so much. (laughs) Of course. Thanks for spending your morning with me and I love you and I'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. I told you it was going to be a vibe. I love Juanita's story so much. And I just love, literally, I know I keep saying this, that every single woman had such a wild transformation inside this container. It's just insane. It's also obviously on purpose, but still, watching the work work just endlessly fills me up with joy. So this is your reminder that Early Bird for Feminine Magic and Money is closing end of day Saturday, September 11th, um, midnight Eastern. This is your last chance to say 555. When you join Pay in Full and have those yummy bonuses or on the payment plan, I it's already a third full. I'm so excited. We're going to be starting in October when we have like the portals fully open. Ooh, it like literally gives me chills. This is going to be amazing, ladies. So head to my website 
to check out the enrollment page or head to episode notes. Let me know if you have any questions always. I love you and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed the episode, I would love it if you'd leave a five-star rating and written review for the show. And if you can please share this podcast so that I can help more women, that would mean the world to me. Make sure you tag me on Instagram so I can say thank you and let's rise and change the world for all women together. If you want to work with me, head to my site, jocelynkellyreed.com or send me a DM and I'll be in touch. I'll see you on the next episode.